This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. It's less than a month before the Conservative Party elects a new leader. After last week's surprise development, the end of Kevin O'Leary's candidacy, we have a new frontrunner. Maxime Bernier, the former Harper cabinet minister from Quebec, is now the guy to beat in a crowded field. Is he the one with the best shot to beat Justin Trudeau? He's a free marketer, something of a libertarian, and his critics say... His policies are extreme. Now we are going to have a chance to hear what he says, of course. We also want to hear from you. The numbers again, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And Maxime Bernier joins me now. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for the opportunity. Okay, uh, so first of all, congratulations. And uh, what has changed for you since Kevin O'Leary dropped out and threw his support behind you? Yeah, my challenge right now is to be sure that uh, the, our members who uh, wanted to vote for Kevin will be on our team and will come with us. You know, it is not a fact that they will come. That's why I will campaign uh, the next uh, three weeks with Kevin and myself. We'll be together. And uh, I hope I'll be able to convince uh, a big majority of uh, Kevin's uh, supporters to come on our side because we have the same kind of economic platform. And I think that it is what is important for them. Uh, Political strategists and pundits figure that uh, at this point now, uh, the other candidates may be ganging up on you. Are you ready for that? Yeah, you know, that's part of the game. Uh, They were attacking me at the last debate in Toronto, and uh, they're doing that right now. But, you know, it's politics, and I will continue to have a positive campaign and speaking about our ideas. Okay, uh, let's get to your ideas. Uh, uh, As I mentioned in the intro, intro, a lot of people would consider some of your platforms extreme. So uh, let's go over them. You would cut federal programs by a third, is that correct? No, it is not. Michael Chong is saying that what we want to do, we want to uh, give a tax break of $30 billion for Canadians. We'll do that with surplus. We won't have to, to cut uh, special uh, programs at the federal level. So that's, uh, that's not true. That was, he was saying that during the debate. And uh, that's why our platform it is not radical. Okay, well, in, in terms of that income tax cut... Um, it seems very large. So you would cut corporate income tax to 10%, and, yes. you, would on- and you would only have two personal tax brackets, 15 and 25%. So, yes, let's speak about that. How will do that? I will cut corporate income tax to, from 15% to 10%, and at the same time abolishing the capital gains tax in Canada. I will be able to do that because I will save $8 billion a year that's the amount of corporate welfare that the government is giving to businesses. So, like you know, I want to cut corporate welfare. 
will use that money to lower taxes to every single entrepreneur in this country and will be able to do that the first year of a conservative government without uh, without having a, a, a bigger deficit. So I'll use that $8 billion to lower taxes to entrepreneurs and to cut capital gains tax. And, uh, well, what about the uh, cuts to personal tax? I mean, right now the yeah. highest marginal tax rate is a lot higher than 25%. Uh, that looks like that would cost a lot of money. Yeah, so that will, like I said, that will cost the... the the tax cut, cut at the, for the, the individual, the Canadians, will be to $30 billion. Uh, so what we will do, we'll, uh, as you know, we'll have a one flat tax for 90% of Canadians at 15% for people earning between $15,000 and $100,000. And for the rich, we'll have another tax rate of 25%. So, and for the poor, what we will do? We will raise the personal exemption. As you know, in Canada, if you earn less than $11,000 a year, you don't pay an income tax at the federal level. I want to increase that to $15,000. Like that, 1.5 million Canadians won't pay any income tax at the federal level. So that would be a fair reform for for the poor, for the middle class, and for the rich. Okay. Um, you've, um, are you saying that both the, ta- the tax cuts for business and personal uh, would only come to $30 billion? No, what I'm saying for business, the cost would be $8 billion. I would pay for that by abolishing corporate welfare. And for the personal reform, it's $30 billion. I will, what I will do, I will cut some tax credit, predict tax credit that we have. But the majority of the uh, the money will come from surplus. So it is why uh, I pledge that I will balance the budget the second year and will be able to implement that tax reform before the next uh, four years of a conservative mandate. Well, how are, how are you going to budget the uh, uh, balance the budget? Uh, are you certain that the economy is going to be that strong? Are you cutting a lot? Yeah. So what I will do, you know, we need more private investment. That's why for having economic growth in this country. We need more private investment from the private sector. We have a lack of private investment if you compare that with other countries. So that's why it would be important to do the corporate tax reform in the beginning. And that's what we want to do the first year. And, and that will help create economic growth in this country. But also to be sure to have a smaller government in Ottawa and saving some money. That's why I want to uh, <laughs> abolish the CRTC in telecom. I want to privatize the big airport. I want to privatize Canada Post. So like that, you'll have a smaller government in Ottawa. We'll be able to save some money, plus the surplus. We'll be able at the end to implement our personal tax reform. And at the same time also, as you know, I want to abolish the cartel in supply management for the dairy, poultry, and eggs products. I'm the only candidate who who is speaking for Canadian consumers, and they will save $2.6 billion a year. Well, that, that uh, Donald Trump will like that last one. Um, in terms of the government, uh, would you fire a lot of people working for the government? How do you have such a big reduction in government without doing that? You know, the goal is not to fire civil servants. The goal is to do this reform. And maybe we'll have less civil servants by attrition. And uh, I, want, uh, I, I want to do this reform. And at the end, we'll be able to have a little bit less civil servants. But, you know, I don't understand that people are saying that, you know, it is okay to have a deficit of $30 billion a year. We can do that. It's, it's easy. But after that, it is uh, impossible to cut that deficit. We did that when we were in government. We just have to do what we have to do. And we'll be able to cut that deficit and bring a, a balanced budget 
with the reform that I'm proposing. So it are you, wise. sorry, are you saying that you're going to do that without firing civil servants? No, no, I, they will, will have less civil servants for sure, because, you know, if I want to abolish the CRTC and telecom, some civil servants will have to leave. So, but my goal is to do this reform, and at the end with the people who are leaving and taking their pension, uh, that will help to reduce the civil servant in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in terms of the uh, cultural industries, of course, uh, the landscape is is changing. But uh, there's always been an argument that unless we get support, we'd be completely swallowed up by the Americans. Uh, but what I, the, the CRTC has a role in the broadcasting industry in Canada and in the telecom industry. What I'm saying, I want to abolish the CRTC only in the telecom industry. In the broadcasting industry, the CRTC will have a role, and that's that's the role to protect Canadian culture and Canadian continent. And actually, that's why I want to keep the CBC Radio Canada also. I'm the only candidate who wants to keep a CBC Radio Canada, and that's important to promote our Canadian culture and also to uh, to have journalists in Canada that will uh, speak about what's happening in this country. But I want the CBC to be a little bit more like the PBS model in the state. I want them to raise more money from their viewers. So that will be a reform, and they will receive less money from the government. Um, now, let's go to health. You want to take the federal government out of the health care uh, business. No more health transfers. How would that work? Yeah, uh, you know, I want to do like Mike Harris and President Banning said 20 years ago in a book, Canada Strong and Free. Healthcare is a provincial jurisdiction, and we must respect the Constitution. Right now, what's happening, the federal government is transferring $36 billion a year to provinces for healthcare. What I want to do, yes, you're right, I want to stop that, but I want instead to transfer the equivalent of tax points. So what that means, at the federal level, we will lower our uh, personal income tax, and the provinces, they will have room to tax their own people for their own jurisdiction, their own responsibility. So we'll do that. We are doing that at the federal level from some services. So let's lower taxes at the federal level and let provinces tax for their own responsibility. Like that, you know, they will. people will know who to blame for the wait time that we're having in Canada. They don't know who to blame right now. Is it the federal government because it's not giving enough money to a province? Or is it the province because they're not able to manage healthcare services? And like that, we have the worst wait times for surgery in the OECD countries, and we are spending more money. So the reform will start at the provincial level. I want to impose any reform at the federal level. But changing that, that will give the right incentive for a province to look at another way to deliver healthcare services, like in Europe, like in Australia, with maybe more private delivery of healthcare, a mixed system, private delivery and public delivery. We have that in Canada right now. There's a private clinic in Canada, and you can have private delivery without, uh, without uh, changing the Canada Health Act. So that's what I want to do. I want to let the province decide what they want to do, and they will be uh, able to tax for their own jurisdiction. They will be responsible. They will be accountable in from their population, and people will know to blame for the uh, lack of uh, good services in our health care delivery. But um, one of the problems with our health care system is that it's a patchwork, that things are different in every province. Um, for instance, one reason that we pay so much for drugs compared to other countries is because we don't have bulk buying at a national level or that people are trying to organize it now. And um, 
having the federal government involved also um, ensures that uh, all the provinces, you know, follow the Canada Health Act. Yeah, but they will. They will follow the Canada Health Act. We, like I said, I won't have to change that. They will. They have to follow that. That would be there. I don't have to change that because we have right now private delivery. If you want to have a hip operation, you can come to Quebec. It will take five days. You'll have a hip operation in a private sector. So we have that. Provinces will have to decide. The difference between the U.S. system and one in Europe and in Australia, the population, they have a universal coverage, but they can choose a private delivery or public delivery. That's why in Europe they are more competitive. They're spending less money and they don't have wait times for, for surgery. So let's look at other models. And, uh, but I don't want the model like in the U.S. Uh, this model, the model that we have with more private delivery, that will be the same. Canadians will have universal coverage, and they will be able to choose. So when you have more competition, you have better services. And uh, that's, uh, that's my, uh, my proposal. And, yes, I'm proud to be the only one to propose that. And Canadians, are, are, it is time to discuss that. You know, when you're spending 40% of a provincial budget in health care, the solution it is not to throw more, more money and, and that being 50 or 60 percent of our provincial budget. The solution is to look at what's happening in other countries, like in Europe, like in, in Australia, and adopt a model that will have a universal coverage, but a mixed system. That's the solution, but that will have to come from provinces. I won't impose that, but because they will have to tax their people, they will think twice be, before taxing more and more and more for the same kind of, uh, of uh, services. Uh, Mr. Bernier, uh, what do you want to say to uh, people here in Ontario? Why would you be the right person to lead the Conservative Party? Because, first of all, you know, I can win. I can beat Justin Trudeau. And that's important. You know, what Justin Trudeau is going right now, it is not good for the future generation. It is not good for our country. Huge debt, huge deficit, high taxes. And as you know, uh, in, in, if you look at the U.S., the Trump administration, they're lowering tax to businesses from 35% to 15%, the capitals will go south, and we need more investment. And with the Trudeau government, we, we don't have a lot of in, private investment. We need that. I have a solution for that, and, and I'm ready to uh, be able to have more seats, not only more seats in Quebec, more seats in Ontario, and also in Atlantic Canada. So um, I'm ready to debate with Justin Trudeau in English and in French, and I think that's why the members of our party are looking to our platform it's a real bold conservative reform, and uh, and and I think they like it, and that's the solution for having a, a country in Canada with more more freedom and more prosperity, and that's what and uh, that's what I want to do. Okay, um, let's uh, take a call here. Uh, we have some callers who are waiting patiently. We've got Nick in Oakville. Hi, Nick. Hi there. Hi there. Hi. Go uh, ahead, Mr. Bernier. I was wondering uh, two questions. Do you believe in global warming, and is water a commodity? Sorry, what is your question? Do you believe in global warming, and is yes. water a commodity? Yeah, first of all, uh, I don't want to do anything about water. That would be the such go on our regulation up to now, what we have in Canada. There's no reform that we must do that. And for uh, global warming, as you know, the climate is always changing. That's a fact. But I don't want to uh, impose a carbon tax to solve that the challenge that we're having. I prefer to uh, have uh, incentive to uh, entrepreneurs, to businesses, to develop more green technology. We have a credit that we're giving to businesses for research and development. 
and maybe we can use that credit for being sure that they will find the right technology for us. So, but I won't have a carbon tax to fight that. I think uh, it's a shared jurisdiction, the environment, and we have provinces that are imposing a carbon tax. But at the federal level, I won't do that. I will uh, only uh, I will only have incentive for more green technology. Okay, uh, that is all the time we have for this. Maxime Bernier, thanks so much for taking the time, and uh, we'll be watching the rest of the race with uh, a great deal of interest, and good luck. I appreciate that. Have a nice day. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.